0: How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios for episode 145 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for watching us live on Facebook live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thank you so much for making how about that cigar part of your regular audio podcast rotation. As always, like I said, we're here in the drew estate cigar studios and let let's remind you about the beautiful new acid 20 Connecticut, a smooth, mellow, sweet and aromatic acid 20 Connecticut Toro features a stately Connecticut shade wrapper, flavorful Indonesian binder and bold Nicaraguan filler tobaccos resulting in an extraordinary and exceptional smoking experience. Acid 20 Connecticut is a 6x54 Toro, all chromed out in twenty-four or sorry, 20-count boxes with an MSRP of $10.75 per cigar. They are available to all premium tobacco retailers beginning after the Tobacco Plus Expo in Las Vegas, and they are shipping right now. For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. So, episode one hundred and forty-five. We are here in the studio in Minnesota. It is actually kind of warm. Uh, uh, it's sixteen degrees, so it's warm here in
1: Minnesota. I don't, I don't know. <coughs> Warmish.
0: Warmish. It's going to be forty tomorrow, so we're going to wear shorts and t-shirts and maybe go to the beach. I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, obviously coming up on sunday uh six days from now the there's this little football game called the super super Bowl Bowel. super Bowl super bowl something there's a big football game happening yeah. uh Sports ball. so the cincinnati bengals and the los angeles rams i still want to call them st louis rams the los angeles rams Will be competing in the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Uh, have fun watching that game. Um, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I would love Cincinnati to win, but I just don't think they're going to.
1: And I think, uh, and I want the LA Rams to win because uh, Matt Stafford, I feel, deserves it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he uh, spent a long time uh, un- under the uh, under the thumb of the, uh, the the doldrums that are the Detroit Lions and then all of a sudden he shows up in LA and
1: what look what happened
0: he's in the Super Bowl who knew yeah. uh the the winter olympics are underway i honestly i don't really partake in watching winter olympics um
1: you know i say except that. For,
0: except for hockey i i watch hockey uh and maybe a little bit of ski jumping i i've always loved ski jumping but that's really about all i watch for from the olympics you know
1: the event that gets me curling Fucking curling
0: curling there's something about curling because it has nothing to do with
1: minnesota or because
0: people like us you know who are you know older and maybe uh, i'll speak for myself not in the greatest of shape necessarily physically can play i mean the people who play curling whether they're male or female just they're regular people like us they could just you know throw you know slide a rock down the ice and yeah win a gold medal yep best of luck to all the curling teams uh, the yeah. Minnesota Wild hockey team are finally back on a winning streak. We've won five in a row. Suck
1: it, Tormsons.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the guys from Tagar Dojo cursed us uh, uh, last in, in uh, December. Yeah. They cursed us by saying, you guys don't want to be too hot early in the season. And we were. We won like eight in a row early in the season. And then we lost promptly lost five or six or seven yeah. in a row. And But uh, we've won five in a row and... Seven out of our last eight games, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so they they got the chemistry back. I think things are going well. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> why are curling women so hot, though? Um, I, you know, Mitchell, I have to go back and watch some curling. I don't know if I've seen the curling the the women's curling team. Do they have curling teams separated into women and men? I I, don't, I think all I the other like they're
1: co-ed. I honestly I, have I, I have no idea. Co-ed?
0: So Andrew okay. says they they're, they added co-ed this year. So I, I, I will watch curling just because it's fun to watch. You so can sit said, back and watch it with a beer.
1: He said it's new, but because we have our headphones on and he doesn't have a mic, I thought he said it's nude. I was like, <laughs> well, I, mm,
0: I don't. I'm gonna. Re- I'm actually gonna record that on the DVR. I'm gonna record that on the DVR. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for those of you who are, are aware of uh, KMA Talk Radio, uh, it is the show from uh, Abe DeBabna, our good friends at Smoke In. Uh, they've been doing this this show slash podcast for for a very long time. They do a great job with it. Yep. We were honored to be guests on that show this past Saturday. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, go on YouTube or Facebook and check out KMA Talk Radio, uh, episode number four four eight. We were very blessed to be guests on their show and talk with Coop and Eric from Cigar Dojo and uh Matt from Smoking Tobacco and Abe and um uh oh I feel like such Alex. a jerk. Tur- Alex, Alex Tavella the goat. Uh so so thank you guys for having us on that show and go and check out episode four four eight of Uh, kma talk radio um so guys we are not going to wait any longer it is time for our special guests of the evening and as always Mm -hmm. special guests on how about that cigar live are brought to us by our friends at smoke or no no i'm sorry as always special guests on how about that cigar live are brought to us by our our friends at corona cigar company Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borchewitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special florida sun-grown tobacco if you live in florida or are just visiting be sure to visit any of the great corona cigar locations in downtown orlando sand lake lake mary and also the davidoff of geneva lounge in tampa for more info on all of that please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com so ladies and gentlemen without further ado if you would please Put your hands together and welcome to episode 145 of How about That Cigar Live from Southern Draw Cigars, Robert Holt. Welcome back to the show.
2: Woohoo! Gentlemen from balmy, Minnesota.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's beautiful up here. It's been, we're we're about ready to open up the studio doors and let the snow come in. It's all good.
1: You look like you're oh. in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, yeah, did. I feel like
2: it minus the walleye. Um, <laughs> but uh You know, I like the cold. It uh, it lets you put on a couple layers. I don't know. At my age, I look better with clothes more than I do without clothes. So, (laughs) hey, honored to be here. Glad to be back. And uh, like I said, I I, I, I appreciate the cold winters you guys go through um, because it's been rather chilly for a Southern hemisphere down here. And I know what you're, I mean, frozen pipes, no electricity, the whole nine. (laughs) We got sticks. We got lighters. We got butane if we keep it in our pocket overnight, so it doesn't freeze. We're good.
0: And whiskey warms us up from the inside for those who partake. Whiskey warms. That's us an up amen. The A little Four
2: Roses over here.
0: Oh, same here. Four Roses single barrel. We just we we emptied out the Angel's Envy bottle that Andrew brought. Thank you, Andrew. And now we're <laughs> on the Four Roses single.
2: It's barrel. it's the national drink of Southern Draw. You know, Four Roses.
0: Mm-hmm. So. um it's been a little while. I think it's been about a little bit less than a year since we had you on the show last because it was you were cold last time we had you on the show as well. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we'd love to get an idea of is um, since we're just barely into, you know, 2022, take us back a little bit and talk about how the previous year was for you guys at Southern draw. How was the year for you guys?
2: You know, I mean, we were blessed, guys. I mean, it was a tough year, the COVID year, you know, kind of the replay from 2020. Um, And down south, we had a pretty aggressive winter, a deep freeze, lots of record low temperatures for a prolonged period of time. And years truly got hit with the old uh, COVID strain. Um, And for a guy that's never sick, most people that have followed us in the last year realize I lost about three months of functionality, I mean, really, uh, you know, physical, mental, emotional, um, whatever it may be. Um, But uh, I think we we ended up having a phenomenal year. Uh, We were blessed. Uh, We spent a good portion of the uh, year on the road out east, um, trying to get back on the, um, you know, events and visit tour, if you will. I think we covered 17 states. Um, So despite the fact that we didn't get to go to TPE, COVID related, We didn't go to PCA. Again, COVID restriction, travel related. Um, Cigars International had to cancel, again, their massive uh, uh, Cigar Fest, those type of major events, right? Um, For a company that really thrives on bringing their new products, new releases, and launching those with the media members, with our retail partners and with our major you know, retailers at conventions and trade shows, it was a challenge for us um, because we don't yeah. like to bring something to the market without being able to come together and bring it together. Um, but uh, we've had to learn a new way, I think a new way to fellowship, a new way to spend time. And obviously, you know, the Facebook lives and the wherebys and the Zooms filled a void. Um, um, and I, I love the fact that throughout the year, a lot of the smaller mom and pop uh, retailers that we adore, That helped build us um, learn that they can deliver and they can ship and they can do curbside they could do a lot of things that allow them to service their customers during a very trying time and i think that was the biggest revelation for us as a brand how hard the individual retailers were able to work in the in the face of some pretty tough conditions and really have great years and a lot of them survived uh where maybe they wouldn't have if if it was just you know them closing their shop down for the lack of staff or for mandates municipal or state mandate. So for us, it was just a new year of doing business a different way. And uh, again, it goes against our nature, not being in a shop every minute of every day. Uh, But we weren't able to do it for the second year in a row. So um, all in all, you know, we put quietly, we put uh, ended up putting, I think, uh, 18, 19 new cigars on the market that we didn't spend a lot of time because we didn't get to visit you guys. We didn't get to spend time with the media. Yeah, And when you do uh, exclusives or, or um, some of the clubs uh, like, you know, Corona and, and, and Smoke In with C- Cigar Connoisseur, the Connoisseur Club, um, it's not really our ability to promote those new lines that are coming out when we did it for somebody else, a partner, right? So we didn't put a lot of press out there, which was a tough thing for us. Uh, But we were able to successfully put and sell out, you know, 18, 19 new cigars on the market that weren't just line extensions for Southern Draw.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So before we get into, because this next thing we really want to spend the bulk of our time on. And before we get into that, Garrett has not fired up a cigar yet. So let's
1: let's get to our Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Camp. Oh, let's do that. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient Pay close attention to detail and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more there you go sir so
0: robert this this new project that you guys that you guys announced recently is so exciting because it's it's something that that as far as i know it really is kind of new and it gives so many different people from different parts of the cigar world to sort of participate in this this um uh i don't know almost uh sort of uh picking and choosing kind of thing so i'm gonna hold up this bundle here uh in front of our camera and talk talk to us about the Peccadillos project because this like i said it just the news about it just dropped about 10 days ago and we're excited about it man so so give us the lowdown on what's going on with this
2: yeah and i appreciate it you know for eight or nine years this project has been in our in our on our list of to-dos or desires to do and it's got more legs than an octopus, right? The concept and the execution and really what we're trying to accomplish with peccadillos. But first and foremost, when you launch a brand, we kind of got to look at um, numbers, right? We had to look at what are the top selling sizes and profiles for our retail partners. And basically that came down to Robusto, Toro, Gordo is kind of an entrance into what we do. So if you look at Southern Draws core line. Um, Where we started, Kudzu Firethorn, added Rose of Sharon, Jacob's Ladder, Cedrus, Manzanita. Uh, All of those were blended on a baseline of a 6x52 Toro. And then we expanded, obviously, to the Robusto and then the larger size uh, to the Gordo. And then, of course, we added additional sizes through the success of those particular lines. But if you know me and you know me well and you've smoked cigars with me, my wheelhouse is really... 38 to 46, 48. I love classic smaller wow. ring gauge thin cigars by definition. But we all know that as a small brand, no matter how much advertising, marketing, media partnerships, relationships, you cannot launch a brand with small ring gauge or thin ring gauge cigars. Um, whether it's a value proposition, whether it's a um, historical quality issue, you know, burn issue, draw issue on smaller ring gauge, we have great partners, guys. We have phenomenal process with our partners with AJ Fernandez. And after all of the things that we've done together, we were able to finally bring some of those smaller ring gauge blends, blends that were specific to, you know, less than 50 ring gauge, let's say that. So, you know, conceptually Peccadillos was really about, let's introduce some of these baseline blends. And why do I say baseline? Because when people learn about this project, Uh, It's not so that we can send four cigars out, the media gets to try it. Retailers get to try it. Consumers get to try it. They're going to fill out a survey and tell us which one's the best. And then we're going to take the one that had the most compliments and we're going to put it out. That's not what we're doing. What we're looking to do is we're looking to engage the media, um, not only with your reach and your audience, but we're challenging you at the same time because you'll notice with that package you have no idea what those blends are. You don't know the wrapper, binder, filler combination. You don't know the origin of those tobaccos. You don't know the process, fermentation. What we did is we took our baseline blends in a very classic six x forty-two Corona, and we're asking ten thousand of our closest friends um, to um, try these cigars out. Um, and through that QR code, which is again, I think, an industry—it's new to the industry, but it's becoming a norm in the in the in the in the Uh, electronic age that we live in, but let's allow people a gateway to give us their uh, unfiltered, unfettered feedback on these particular blends. Let them give us their personal reviews, their personal experiences, their personal uh, um, smoking experience, right? And then in the end, when they submit that to us only at that time, after their own opinion has been formed, the response to that submission will give them a reveal of the blends and the origin of those tobaccos. But it also allows them to um, enter into a contest. For us, this crowdsourcing project really is where we've we've kind of missed the mark, guys, is we are not putting one of these blends on the market as Southern Draw. These are baselines using phenomenal tobaccos that are in our arsenal. But we hope that the grand prize winner, every time you submit via the QR code that goes into our back end, and when we use the randomizer at the end of this project, What it's going to do is take a lucky winner and a plus one on a tour. It's going to take them through the entire Southern draw process in Nicaragua with our family. And they're going to choose their favorite of the four baseline blends. They're going to have access to unlimited amounts of samples and ratios. And we're going to teach them how to complete and to finalize a blend, choose their favorite size within that blend. And maybe more importantly, guys, is to understand the difference between the formats of a cigar and how that affects the experience. These are round cigars. Great. What about a semi box press, a soft box press, a a full box press? What about, you know, you want a closed foot? Do you want an open foot? Do you want a pigtail? These formats do change the smoking experience for a lot of cigars. But in the end, we're going to invest as a family into someone to finalize their blend, their size, their package, and together we're going to invest and we're gonna launch that new blend under Southern Draw. And they're gonna be with us on that entire journey. And we hope that that is someone that really has had a passion to understand the art and the process. And I think it'll change how we do business in the future because this is really meant to be an opportunity, the same opportunity that our partners and our family have offered us over the last decade. And that's really just the beginning of of what Peccadillo's is
1: nice that was that i mean that was fantastic well and i want to give everybody
0: just a quick look at the so they they come in these they come in these four packs here and each of the individual blends are in here on the side of the four pack here you guys can see the QR code that's what you're going to scan with your phone and that's going to give you guys the ability and i'll pull these out here and you've got one you know from uh, from left to right or right to left. You've got the, you know, you've got a very light colored wrapper. I'm gonna assume is Ecuadorian Connecticut. You've got a, a more medium shade wrapper that I'm gonna assume is some type of Habano, maybe a San Andreas on the next one. And then you've got a beautiful Barbara pole wrap cigar that Garrett's actually lit up right now. Uh, so yeah, you've got you've got these these beautiful and and this is everybody knows. I say it, I say it till I'm blue in the face. This is my wheelhouse, man. For cigar sizes, for ring gauge, that's my wheelhouse right there.
1: Uh, Robert, what the hell is this? <laughs>
2: hey, this is a guy that thought for many years that Connecticut, Connecticut shade was impossible to enjoy. Um, obviously, Rose Sharon as a blend changed my mind, but we've got an arsenal of other tobaccos, including something that, Your assumption is incorrect, but you're going to figure out for yourself. (laughs) Um, But a barber pole, always a gimmick, right? It's always fun, and that's great. But these wrappers really impart tremendous flavor. I love the blend. Do I think it's perfect in the Corona? I've smoked that cigar in nine sizes. I have some preferences. But here's the beauty. Two points you guys just made. Those four blends have never before in any capacity, those wrapper binder and or filler combination have never been used by Southern Draw in any capacity. Number one. Number two, we place that QR code on the spine of that package so that they can't be scanned uh, randomly sitting in a shop or on a shelf or on your desk. Those are meant and intended only for the person that acquired or earned the right to that. So you got to really open the package up to scan that QR code. Yeah. but the beauty of this, guys, is when you complete that survey and give us your feedback, the moment your email is submitted and you hit enter, it will respond to you with an email that reveals each of those blends and the origin of those blends and will also give you a copy of that survey for your own records, which you're going to need for the price uh, portion of this contest, right? You're going to need that email submission. So the reveal is only going to come after your opinion has been formed and you've documented that opinion.
1: Okay, well, so I'm going to run you through a little scenario here. I don't know if you're very familiar with Dave Chappelle and um, his some of his uh, comedy and skits, but he does this skit with a uh, we'll we'll call him you know an addict of sorts, <laughs> and he's going around scratching himself, and he's got the white lips. <laughs> That's going to happen to me if I don't get more of these. <laughs> In the next few days (laughs) Robert this I I, and and I haven't smoked any of the other ones I am already in love with this like I want this is a home
2: run this I I appreciate it It, and if I was you guys if case the boss lady's not listening if she didn't send enough for everybody on the panel you might just uh, shoot her a quick mess and go, you know, Miss Sharon, thanks for following up with the uh, damaged cigars. But we didn't cover everybody in the panel to get to do them. And that's a good way of getting it without me getting involved. Um, because yeah. when she says 10,000 of her closest friends, it doesn't mean 5,000 and want to smoke two sets each. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, here's the thing. If it wasn't for COVID, these cigars would have been out a year ago. They right. were. They have a lot of age on them, right? Uh, and, and I think what I found is in this Corona size, that age in particular is more important than it's ever been in a larger ring gauge. Uh, and you're smoking the fraternal order blue box press, uh, Corona on the other side, that cigar is, I mean, I could smoke a hundred of those in a week. I literally could smoke that cigar over and over maybe even more than anything else we've made, but it was the age that made that possible. That year of delays and not being able to go to trade shows and do these big launches. Let us hold these things back. Let Robert do a little bit more homework. Uh, But they're a better product. I mean, they're just a a better final product. And these are just baselines. Matt, you're smoking a baseline blend that was not intended to be a finished complete blend that I was taking to market. It was meant to be a mere suggestion of what those raw materials and those ratios could become because I don't want to influence the grand prize winner plus one. I want them to, do it, but I wanted you to. Sh- I wanted to show the quality of our process and the raw materials and what we can do. More, more along the lines of just telling you this is a great cigar and we're going to make them in ten sizes and sell them. Right? This was just an intro into those particular baselines.
1: So, is is there any way for our viewers and
2: listeners to get their hands on these? Um, it's a great question. Now, uh, as of the first, we opened Peccadillo's to all retail partners of Southern Draw worldwide. First come, first serve. And the first day we sold, uh, you know, we shipped half of them. So those packs are available. And if they want to message me, fine. What I can't do is come out and say where to get them online, where to get them in the store. It's not fair. But I can tell you this. One thing I do with your listeners or anybody else is I try to find the retailer closest to their home that they can support that has them. Uh, But you know in the last five days I've been able to Google Peccadillo, Small Sins, Southern Draw, and I found every retailer in territories. So they're out there. Um and and big or small, we've got a lot uh for you guys. Uh Hef's place there in Minnesota has them. He he, he Kyle posted them today. He's got them. So if they want to support somebody good, he was one of the first 10 shops in the world to get Manzanita. Uh, last, you know, last December when we shipped the first Toros. So I would say if they're Minnesota folks, I would go to Heff's place uh, and, and immediately because he got them today.
0: Well, and I want to show people too. So I, I use my phone here and I scan that QR code and it's, it's, it's popping up right away. And it takes you right to the site. It gives you all the description of everything that the project is about. And then at the bottom of the screen here, it gives you, all the info where you can you can put in your own evaluations of each different you know from appearance strength flavor aroma burn rates and it's all it's all right there for you it's all set for you to go and it's 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 a great it's a great tool that people can go on and just easy scan from your phone and and get right into it
2: yeah thanks for doing that those those 10 points for each of those four blends in the survey are the 10 important criteria that we have when we evaluate our blends and cigars, right? So those are 10 criteria that we have that really dictate the outcome, the final product, what we're going to bring to market or not. So those are not random. Uh, We didn't actually go out to a control group. Those are our criteria and we want to offer that criteria to any consumer. And I want to make this point. We did not say that these are only for end customers. These packs were earned by yourselves and other media members for supporting Southern Draw, sharing the message, the story, the press release, doing shows like this. They're earned by our retailers that actually purchase our cigars and sell those to their consumers. And then of course they're earned by the consumers. So no one is disqualified from being in the $25,000 prize pool which this grand prize is obviously the ultimate because you get to be in an industry with phenomenal resources and create a new brand, a new blend, bring it to market and be part of that whole process. Uh, But there's gonna be some exclusive trips and some other interactive things that are beyond hats and t-shirts and koozies, right? This $25,000 in prize packs is going to be something that by Q4 of this year, everybody knows who won. It's It's gonna be worth the little bit of time to share their feedback and input, I think.
1: No, I think that is super smart. It is uh, <clears throat> thinking outside of the box, and it's it's bringing the consumer back into um, marketing and and uh, a part of the project, and that that's just fun for everybody. Um, so I applaud you guys for that. That is a fantastic idea. Uh, I'm gonna need more of these. I don't <laughs> know if I've said that. <laughs>
2: If you you go back and look at some of my posts in the last year, especially the COVID cold post, I've smoked that blend a phenomenal, I mean, probably a thousand, right? But all of those blends. Um, But uh, there's there's two blends I've done in Barber Pole 3 now. Um, One of those we released in the Navy Seal Foundation Ignite Series, entirely different cigar, but an absolutely phenomenal called the Number 5. But what I learned through... um, Aggressive um, uh, feedback and aggressive uh, um, maybe uh, questioning by our partners in Nicaragua, which is why would you want to do a barber pole? It's a gimmick. I was like, "How about we do a barber pole that actually is a good quality, consistent, where both wrappers impart flavor and contribute to the smoking experience? Let's do something that's not a gimmick." And yeah. now I'm in love with this combination. Right? You know, I mean, I just love the ability to to take. Two separate leaves like that, and apart the flavor and the character and the personality of what we're trying to accomplish. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I'm i excited. Uh I would I like that it. cigar in a box press corona myself.
1: Sure. You know, and anytime that I see a barber pole, I'm like, is this a functional barber pole or is it uh aesthetic? Yeah. Right. And you know, it can be either and they can be just fine. Um, I don't I don't know in, in this case, I don't know if this is aesthetic or um functional i don't care (laughs) i just need more of these (laughs) i may keep saying that i may be a broken record today but uh this sounds like a really fun project so out of these out of these four we're gonna have one winner right after after the voting and what does that timeline look like yeah
2: uh great great questions um To say one winner, that's a little bit difficult given how this is set up. So here's the thing. Everybody in the survey that you showed will rank in the end before they submit their one, two, three, and four based on those four blends. When we put it into the randomizer, the grand prize is going to come from the one of the four blends that got the most number ones. That is how we're narrowing that down. Now, that being said, let's assume that the cigar you're smoking, the number four on that list, wins. And the randomizer chooses, you know, Mr. and Mrs., whoever may be, plus one. I'm not going to hold them, guys, to say it has to be that baseline blend. I want to put them into the factory, into the fields, and put them through the process. Maybe they change their mind. But it's important that they understand these four baselines were created by a, a set of tobaccos that have gone through a process and an aging and a curing and a fermentation that is ready and they're, and they're ready to make cigars. So I'm not going to say that they have to use it, but I will tell you that the grand prize will come from the one that's the consensus number one and the people's whose email address and proof of purchase comes from that. The rest of the $25,000 in prizes will be open as a true random drawing through every submission. So just by participating, you are entered to win, whether you're media, retail, or a consumer. But the grand prize will come from those that voted for the consensus winner of the four blends, because that gives us a lot of feedback.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, now, and for, for our, real quick, for our consumers, you know, that that are listening and watching, um, we really want you guys to be a part of this. So so as you know, we we love for our viewers and listeners to have a chance to um, not only participate in experiencing some of these great cigars, but also it, it is always a good time when you can get your hands on some swag that maybe, you know, your friends can't get their hands on. So definitely you guys want to reach out there to these retailers and participate in this project because, um, you know, it, sometimes it's just fun and cool to get your hands on stuff that, uh, you know, you 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 can show off to your friends and say, hey, I got this, you know. I got this cool stuff, and at the same time, experiencing some cigars that nobody else has had had the chance to smoke yet. That sat on an aging room shelf for a long time, so that's a good that's a good time.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and two key points. Your second question was when? Once we ship the ten thousandth pack, that's what we produced, and consequently, if you don't know, uh, since we're in the COVID world and we're into uh, vaccines and booster shots and all that by using 10,000 people as a baseline for this crowdsourcing project, that means we are probably three to four times more diligent in selecting the next new blend in size than the FDA was in testing and choosing a vaccine for COVID because they only use 300 to 3000 people in a phase three trial, right? That's their numbers, not mine. So let's just say we're pretty diligent and we really want everybody to participate. Now that being said, There's going to be a lot of people that do two or three or four submissions because they buy two or three or four packs. They love the size. They love the experience. So that'll be one of your questions. I'm going to answer it now. Yes, you can buy a lot in Pennsylvania. I can almost assure you Pennsylvania will have more than anybody because we have more retailers in Pennsylvania than we do even in Texas. Um, So that's your answer. If you buy three packs, what happens when you submit, we know where these cigars are. The code tells us where they were purchased and your email will be tied to that. So when we come to verify prizes, we're going to be very diligent. You want to make sure you have that email that came back from Southern Draw to prove that. Um, And then the question was when, the moment we've shipped the last 10,000th pack, let's assume it'll be in the next three or four weeks because it will, um, we will then set a deadline for everybody to enjoy the cigars and survey. But I would anticipate guys, we will not choose the winner until the end of Q3, Uh, which, you know, right around the beginning of Q4, because we're going to want that winner with us in Nicaragua in that November, December timeframe so that we have a year to get that product on the market for them and with them. So anticipate end of September, we're going to be ready to draw, but we'll announce it very soon when we're going to cut that off. So everybody has a fair shake.
0: Nice. Very cool. And I like the fact that each of the, um, I like the fact that each of the cigars also, um, as you can see, this is these are the backs of the bands. Each of the cigars has just a slightly different coloration on the band, so there's there's it's easy for you guys to tell one cigar from another, not just from the look of the wrapper leaf on the cigar, but also from the bands. So you guys, it's easy it's easier for you to tell what's what.
2: Yeah, the back has its own color, and on the front, just below the armadillo, um, there is a number and a blend code on that for people that want to look at that. Uh, You might want to take a picture and scan it. I put it there small for a reason because, again, we don't want to impart anything that would would, uh, take away from the experience, whether it's the blend or the origin or even the name, right? Sometimes what Southern Draw does, our origin tells a lot about the blend and the character of it. So we have to have that for FDA compliance, but it's really not meant to be front and center because that blend name and that brand name may change when the customer gets involved and makes the decisions. Now, the part that you mentioned about special swag and thing, the reason why the guy is sitting over my shoulder, Southern Draw Kyle, many of you that's been to the trade show and things know Kyle. Uh, Kyle and his company is now uh, moving into a position where they will uh, be producing all Southern Draw swag, not only for our events, promotions, raffles, but also for the up-and-coming Southern Draw swag store which we'll get into the charity components and all that, but there's some really good products coming soon, not just for this competition or this contest and big events and raffles that we do, uh, but uh, he's got some things in the works with the boss lady where you're going to get some pretty cool Southern draw products that we haven't seen on the market before.
1: Uh, is that uh, the side business for his private security firm? Because that dude <laughs> looks like somebody you do not want to mess with. You do not want to mess with Kyle. Not messing
2: with yeah, Kyle. Whatever you do, don't get drunk on a Friday night and run into somebody's new 2022 Bronco and then try to leave the scene of an accident. I just, I heard about that. That's not the guy.
1: Got it.
0: I, that's on my radar. I will definitely not do that.
2: Yeah, it, he can be the sergeant at arms uh, when when necessary, and you know it's I'm past my prime, so I've got to kind of hand that off to somebody else. I'm a pacifist <laughs> now. Um,
0: I want to talk a little bit about because um, Justin pointed out to me on the back of this band for the one that I'm smoking right now, which is the uh, Fraternal Order of the Blue. Uh, on the on the back of the band, you've got the uh, the lovely smiley face with the cigar. Is that is that what I think it is?
2: Yes. The, okay. the fraternal, the fraternal order line is a, a line of a, a series of three blends that I produce exclusively for cigars, international retail stores. And over the last three years, we've now expanded that to a, a double copper barber pole fraternal order, white, a San Andreas Maduro barber pole, a fraternal order, black. And then the fraternal order blue is a hundred percent Corojo, uh origin of those tobaccos is, is three different countries so it's 100 corojo but you know again you got uh, three different countries of origin each one of those currently have two unique sizes so there's six and they're sold in the mazos of 10 counts uh at retail but i also understand that for 2022 it's so popular that cigars international uh what we again what we've learned during COVID is we got to get cigars in the hands of consumers that want them so i believe that they will be available on the catalog and online now but it's a full production cigar that is exclusively their brand.
1: Um, Another question. Let's say a retailer that doesn't carry your brand wants to open up and, and uh, put in an order and carry your brand. Would you make the Peccadillo available to them? Or is this for existing retail partners only?
2: Um, that's a great question and it's outside of my pay grade. That's a question for the (laughs) boss lady. Um, and you know, there's, there's a, there's a very small committee that makes decisions on opening new accounts, but you know, she's a very fair, gracious lady. So I would say, first of all, if you don't, why don't you, I mean, you've had eight or nine years to think about it. So, you know, why would you not? But, uh, (laughs) um, I think if she's got the product to open them and support them without risking, uh, the relationships we have with our current retailers meaning we've got to keep them in stock. They've invested in us heavily. Um, mm-hmm. she's gonna look at the map and say, hey, we got customers in that area that truly need Southern Draw and we want them there. And the answer is usually yes if we can pull it off. But she's not gonna hold the Peccadillos back no more than she has Manzanita or the Rosa Sharon. You know, we don't uh, we don't we don't try to play favorites in that we're not gonna open them and tell them they can't have it. We're not gonna do that.
0: Yeah. Well and and we have to remind uh our viewers and listeners that uh you know this this brand is a brand that we've been fans of for a while and it, it uh it just so happens to be our number one the 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 kudzu lustrum happens to be our number one cigar of the year from the year 2019 yeah. So, uh, and, and I, I, I feel bad. I didn't grab, I have some in my cabinet, humidor downstairs. I forgot to bring some upstairs. I was going to, you know, flash one for the camera, but that's, you know, it's, uh, we just want people to know that this is a brand that we've been, we've enjoyed their products for a number of years. And, um, this is not a, this, this is, we want everybody to know that Southern draw is not a fly-by-night operation and Robert can speak to this too they're in this for the long haul and they have been they have been working with quality people in Nicaragua for a long time to put together blends that many cigar smokers can enjoy and that is something that we want you people to know that whether you're looking at an online retailer or you find their cigars in a local brick and mortar shop chances are you're going to find a blend that fits into your wheelhouse regardless of where you fall on the spectrum of cigar smokers.
2: Yeah, we appreciate it. We have great family, great partners, as you said. Um, we feel like our, 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 portfolio is very diverse, uh, you know, kind of like a spectrum it is, um, you know, obviously the Rosa Sharon is kind of the heart of what we do. It put, modern uh, Connecticut shade, Connecticut blends on the market, I believe probably, you know, seven or eight years ago, it's been a phenomenal addition. Obviously the Jacobs ladder, kind of the soul of what we do in that broadleaf kind of gave an alternative to Connecticut broadleaf. There's a lot of great ones on the market. We think we kind of set the tone on using the Pennsylvania broadleaf the way we have with the aggressive fermentation and the great partners with AJ Fernandez. Um, But everything in there, that portfolio is to recognize very influential people, their characteristics, their personalities, their travels, their life experiences. Each one of these, for me, my job is to share these people and their experiences via a cigar and that vehicle. So, you know, uh, we, we obviously appreciate the biggest and the smallest retailers and the media and everybody that supported us, but we do think there's something in the portfolio that you're going to enjoy. Uh, that doesn't mean every retailer has everything that we make. Very few have the bandwidth to put everything, but, We're in year 10 of our production, and it's been a phenomenal run for us. You know, we've been blessed. Um, We've got, you know, all of our standards, you know, coming out in full force this year. But every year we're going to do something fun and exciting. And via the modern, you know, clubs and and mail order and some of those extensions of this industry, we're able to share blends that we wouldn't be able to put on the market on our own. So we're really enjoying the collaborations as well. It's kind of a fun spin on it.
0: Absolutely. Um, I want to really quick cause you, you touched on it briefly, but tell us a little bit more about the Southern draw swag store and what, what, uh, consumers can expect, uh, and
2: when, when they can see that. Um, well, I'm going to let Kyle jump in and talk about when, because I, I'm putting that ball in his court, but historically, <laughs> you know, we've tried to stick with our, uh, Veteran and first responder owned swag companies—people that print and embroider and and etch and do these things—and that's been traditional hats and t-shirts and you know drinkware and those kind of things, lighters, cutters. Um, but you know everybody does it, and so many people now are forced to source in China. No disrespect, but we're trying to keep our business at home for our brothers and sisters, keep them employed. We know they're going to take pride in what we do, and when people get something from us, we're in the cigar industry. We're here to support 3,000 Nicaraguan families that are in the process of making our cigars. We're here to donate as much money as possible to our selected charities, whether they're first responder, military or homeless, you know, whatever it may be that we as a family choose. But the Schwag is an extension of that brand and the brand is about sustainability and consistency. So what Kyle's responsibility is going to be working with Sharon is to responsibly source our products and to bring not just promotional items that we give away with a box seller at an event, but to bring some some quality to the market that we've seen people like Skip and Michael do at Romacraft, really that people want to have a quality product that lasts a lifetime versus getting a hat that they'll wear for a season or two until they get another one. We want to partner with good apparel companies, good, you know, equipment companies that want to partner with us and support our charities together versus us just sending them a check to put our logo on it. So you say when, you know, Kyle's now engaged. I'm going to let him step in for a couple of minutes and kind of give his <laughs> quick plan because he's on the spot. He's got a Coors bake with beer in his hand. So he's got to speak. <laughs> By the way, he's wearing the first ever Southern Draw hat ever created, you know, eight years ago or whatever, because he created it. So he's retired Border Patrol, U.S. Border Patrol. No disrespect to anybody, but that is also a service member in our family, and, and it needs to be acknowledged. Yes. So with that. I'm going to take a drink of my bourbon and Kyle's going to give you two minutes and two seconds.
0: Absolutely. Hey, well, and
1: Robert, when, when you go away, can you, can you go and uh, find some more of these? <laughs>
3: hey, I know, know, you know where they're at. at. I'll,
1: I'll
3: email, okay. I'll
0: email Sharon tomorrow. So, so yeah, Kyle, no, I'll, first I'll, of all, before...
3: the are in my are in my suitcase right now. <laughs> there
2: hey, you go. hey, hey. Don't listen to that because a couple of weeks ago they were visiting with us in in Austin and I think we brought three new blends and we bought bundles of samples out for Kyle to take back and sample before the end of the night. And a couple of stops later, all 60 of those cigars plus what we had in our humidor were gone. So to this day, he still hasn't sampled the samples that we sent him.
3: (laughs) So, so guys, as far as the swag, like Robert said, we want to be sustainably sustainable. We want to be, uh, uh, conscious of where our products are coming from, who we're getting those products from. And uh, there were a lot of plans to get this, try to start it at, at the first of the year, but some things have happened. Uh, maybe not at the end of this quarter, but definitely by the middle of next quarter, hopefully in the early part of next quarter, we'll start having some stuff out. Uh, we'll have it on the swag store. We'll get that started up. We are going to start with some of the traditional things that you would see, hats, mugs, jackets, things like that, hoodies. And then we're gonna get into the more uh uh as Robert was saying, the, the the lifelong type of items that you would have. You know, nice mechanic shirt with this logo on it so you could have for eight or nine years, things like that. So it's it's a big endeavor. I retired yeah. three years ago, said I was never gonna work again. What's up, Joey? But here I am, I'm gonna start it up.
0: Well, and Kyle, let us let us also say thank you for your yes. service because um Anybody who anybody who puts themselves in uh, in any any level of harm's way is uh, is is uh, you know on high on the list in our book. So we thank you for your service. Yep.
3: Well, and and thank you for that too. Uh, you don't know what that means to to me and the twenty five thousand other border patrol agents that are out there doing the job every day trying to protect our country. Yep. And we know you guys
1: specifically get shit on a lot, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to say that i appreciate the the work that the border patrol does it's uh, it's tough work and it's
3: not appreciated enough and thank you yeah well so I, I appreciate that my uh we've got a little bitty uh motorcycle club that's uh, founded by a bunch of border patrol agents and uh my uh, road name is magnet because i'm a shit magnet <laughs> <So> i'm, also, <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm, I'm teflon coated so it just hits it keeps on going love it Love it. But, but, yeah, as far as the swag store, we're super excited about it. We're, we're wanting to get the thing going. And we want to bring the best products we can to the people that enjoy our cigars on a daily basis. And uh, yeah. that's my goal. And and once it starts getting out there, if somebody doesn't like it, let me know. I'll buy it back. Hey, now. Hey, I can't get it. <laughs> I don't know about the refund. But let, me, let me talk to the boss lady. Well, no, no. That's just for my stuff. <laughs> but, uh, we now? don't do refunds. But no, seriously, guys, we're, we're going to try to put out the best quality things we can source from the best people that we can get it from and uh, and go that route. Because that's what we want to do. We want to take care of the people that have taken care of us for as long as they have and have decided to do something else after they've uh, finished their career in protecting us and, and doing what they do.
0: Amen. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Thank you, so- Kyle. And uh, we look forward to seeing that, uh, that swag store live. When it's live, let us know and we'll uh, make sure to let our listeners and viewers know all about it. Will do. Um, so I want to also take a, take a quick peek, kind of at as we look forward to the rest of the year because we're barely into 2022 right now, um, and we know that you guys have been have been really limiting your exposure, and we totally respect and admire that um, over the last couple of years with everything going on in the world. But as we look ahead to the rest of 2022. Um, what can fans and consumers of Southern Draw expect, and uh, as far as uh, in-store visits, events, possibly even trade uh, the PCA trade show in in July? What are you guys looking at for the rest of
2: the year? Um, great questions. Um, PCA, you know, we missed the last one, missed the last two, you know, TPEs for my own COVID and our own concerns for family health, and more importantly, guys. it's not like we were concerned this year, but we would have had to not be concerned last January to execute TPE for this January. You can't just show, I mean, we can't, we wouldn't dare just show up without launching new products, supporting, you know, uh, doing media interactions. We wouldn't go there without doing our job. Right. So no disrespect for the people that showed up. God bless them. I'm glad they could do it. But we, invested heavily for the 18 months prior and not going to trade show means you got to choke down a lot of product. You got to miss a lot of launches. You got to, you know, you got to eat a lot of swag. You got to really check yourself. And for us, we focused last year on putting cigars in people's hands. So um, yes, we missed the trade shows, but we spent six months out East. We went to 17 states. We did hundreds of events. Some of them were big, some of them were quiet, but we, we got to do that. Now what we're trying to do now is get through Q1. It's a big, uh, it sets the tone for the year. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll deliver in Q1 of this year upwards of a million cigars to the U S market. And for us, that's a mind boggling number. It's a mind boggling risk. If you're looking in the warehouse going, okay, I need the orders. I need to ship them. Right. I mean, because here's what's happened in years past, we run out of product and we've grown and we've been blessed, but, at some point, you got to make a business decision. And that decision is focus on your production, your logistics and take the risk. Have faith in the Lord and go, hey, we've got to produce more and we've got to deliver them to the warehouse and we can't do it every three months. Guys, in, in the last seven years, we did everything on a, th- on a, on a, a three months production cycle, yes, a year in advance or 18 months in advance. But we knew every 90 days we'd have a shipment of X. Well, it wasn't good enough. So this year is the first year where we're producing 12 months worth of Rose of Sharon and Jacob's Ladder and then Cedrus and Manzanita and Kudzu and Firethorn and Quickdraws and all the lines, right? So over the first two quarters, we're talking about putting about 2 million cigars in the United States market while we're working on things. Now, once I get that settled, our goal is starting by June, we want to cover portions of the country we didn't cover last year. We have the bandwagon, the RV, it's very effective. It lets us rest. It lets us cover a lot of territory. Um, we'll cover more of the central United States, you know, Midwest. And then, of course, we're going to have to work our way west. Yes, that's not our population density. Believe it or not, the South is not the top selling destination for Southern Draw. The East is. And the Northeast, yeah. primarily in New England, are the top selling regions for Southern Draw, all the way down to. Or mentioned Corona cigars and people like Jeff that have supported us greatly. Uh, But there's a tremendous amount out East that we still have to do. So uh, look for us about June to spend June through December on the road every day. We do plan on making some appearance at PCA. I got to be honest for me. I don't want to go to PCA to sell cigars. I don't, I don't want the family to go to PCA to sit with a clipboard. We sell just fine without selling at the trade show. But when we go to the trade show, and this is a concept that we've discussed heavily in the last year, we want to go there to be social and fellowship and spend time with the media and the retailers and the industry. Uh, And we've missed a lot of folks. We're very social people, Um, but we really want people to put their orders in before or after. But the trade show for us from now on will not be a selling event in a sense that we're going to sit around with little tables and chairs and clipboards and specials and go, Give us your order. Let us run your card. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Use your time wisely. And the time wisely is let's burn some leaves together, you know? So mm-hmm. I haven't told anybody what I'm telling you guys right now, but conceptually, what we're going to do is have a space where we can socialize and fellowship. We'll anticipate that our retailers will put their order in. We've never allowed a pre order for the trade show, we've never pre released anything. But I think we've spent too much time in the last five or six years at the trade show trying to launch our products, get the media attention and spend time. But we're we're not getting to fellowship. And for a lot of retailers that we can't see because we have a thousand now, we can't see everybody every year. That'll be the only time or one of the only two times in a year that we get to see them. So let's find a way. This is my internal dialogue. Let's find a way to be more social and fellowship and uh, spend our time, you know, smoking a cigar and sharing it versus us trying to get somebody to run their credit card at a trade show, so we expect we'll be there.
0: Good, awesome, yeah, we'll be, we'll be glad to see you guys, and I, and I, and we really do appreciate that sentiment that it's really, and we've said this before at the last couple trade shows that that we we have you know certain people that we hadn't seen in a while that uh, we discussed and we sort of repeated this this phrase that cigars are a contact sport. And, and it's really about togetherness and being together and social media is great. You can do a lot of social media, but you can't, you can't truly get the connections that you get when you're together with people, like you said, burning leaves. So, oh, we're going to have a little
2: moment here. Oh, uh, But it, it's, it's a great point. I mean, think about it. I, I saw a post two days ago on Facebook or Instagram, and it was one of those challenges reveal, what you wore during your Zoom meetings, the corporate world, and it was everybody in suits and ties and women in business suits. And down below, they had their boxer shorts and night-night pants and and footy pajamas and bunny feet and all that. So let me use that analogy a little bit different. During COVID and the travel restrictions, all that, and yes, no trade show, yes or no uh, you know, major sales events and activities that got canceled or rescheduled or went virtual, how many of us got to visit? But we were really wearing boxer shorts and pajama bottoms. The Reality of it is we didn't get time together where we got to reveal ourselves in our entirety. Right. And I think we're past wearing the boxer shorts on Zoom and pretending like we're in the office. I'm tired of that. It's time to get back to what we started, which is handshakes and hugs. And the only time you handshake in this business is if you don't know somebody. And before they leave, you'll decide whether you want to hug them next time you see them or you don't want to see them. (laughs) And they'll do the same to you. I promise. So let's, guys. Get away from being in front of the camera wearing boxer shorts and you know uh, our pajamas, and let's get back to spending time together.
0: Yeah, we may or may not be wearing pants right <laughs> now. We we'll, hey. we'll leave that up to you to decide.
2: I got my little chinchilla <laughs> blanket. There you go. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're not seeing, it's very small because it's cold. <laughs> the the word hey, it's,
0: cold. it's cold. people. Yeah, it's cold. Two
2: words come to mind right now: <laughs> Filled mouse
0: i was i think back to the seinfeld episode where he says i was in the pool
1: yeah shrinkage (laughs) is a thing
0: (laughs) so let's is it is it
1: Uh, okay is it time i think so you think it's time all right
0: it is now time for this week's numero de los muertos muertos. oh it's not doing it for me there it is And as always, Numero de los Huertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke Inn. All right. Numero de los Muertos. Episode 145. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? You guys are going to hate me.
1: (laughs) We might. All right. So, Robert, I don't know if you remember this segment. I give a number and we try and guess how these people have died. It's a yes or no kind of 20 questions format. And uh, you and Matt and everybody, I'm the only one who knows the answer to this so all our our viewers can uh, play along with us that's
0: right uh, if our viewers have guesses please leave them in the comments we're going to play together
1: so the number <laughs> in the u.s is one a year on average die from this in europe it's three a year i how can you do that to us you're welcome one
0: per year in the u.s On and average. three in europe Yep, that down. yeah a low number like mm-hmm. that how can you do that to us you're welcome all right as always viewers and listeners if you guys have guesses please leave them in the comments right now so we're we're basically going to play 20 questions asking trying to trying to narrow down
2: we're such accidental people, people here and irresponsible so i got to think about this i mean one person a year dies, which means not, they're not irresponsible. So it's got to be something different, right? We got to, we got a deductive reasoning.
1: Um, So we've got already a few guesses. Uh, It is not playing soccer. It is not swallowing a golf ball. All right. So instead of specifics,
0: instead of specifics, let's get into, (laughs) you know, that's Kyle.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I love that.
0: So let's do like some of the normal ones we ask like are they are these workplace accidents?
1: They are not. Okay. It is not falling into a hole.
0: Um are are vehicles involved?
1: Yes. What was vehicles that? Are, vehicles. Yeah. He asked if vehicles are involved.
0: For the, for those of you in the south, vehicles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, watching my OnlyFans. I'm I'm thinking that's more than one. Who's
0: year. OnlyFans? I don't want to see anybody's OnlyFans, <laughs> let alone anybody. Hey, anybody who watches the show, you know we love you, but I do not want to see anything related to your OnlyFans. Thank you and goodbye.
2: I I, I actually think Kyle has it. All right, go for it dying in a peat in a peat bog or a cranberry bog yeah dying in a cranberry bog. oh
0: that's a good that's a good one because that's it would be a low number
2: that would be Uh,
1: that's not it but we'll add that we'll add that to
0: the list for future episodes
1: uh remember vehicles are involved vehicles are involved Uh, tree falling on a car that's a good guess but no struck by a toddler on a tricycle
0: Hmm. That's a very specific Super. guess. Are these? I would are say these...
2: before Tesla and the Mafia came along, I would say your car exploding. But both of those have taken those numbers much higher. <laughs> um, I
1: love
0: it, and
2: I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe trick again. Uh, no,
1: no. Beverly Hills Cop reference. Yes. <laughs> are these
0: are these vehicles military in in usage? commonly
1: um (sighs) not anymore
0: anymore. okay so these vehicles used to be military yes in in
1: usage uh it is not airbags uh does it involve dying by one's own vehicle it can these
3: motorized
1: vehicles dying in a bucket truck no not a bucket truck um are they motorized? No, they are not motorized.
2: A military vehicle that's, that's not motorized. That's a very motorized. good question, Andrew. Uh, a fall from a horse?
1: Ooh. No, sir.
2: That'd be calf. Those guys at Cav, sometimes they fall off when they're drinking. Um...
1: <laughs> Run over by a tank? No.
0: They're not, not motorized, motorized. and used to be military used in application. To be, yes. And they're not horses? Correct. What vehicles used to be military in application but are not motorized?
2: Goats.
1: <laughs> not animals.
0: It's Helping
2: not a goat an over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> is it
1: glider related? Not. You're yeah, getting closer.
0: Are they drones?
1: Mm-mm, that's motorized.
0: Oh, that's motorized. Yeah, they're not manned, but they're motorized. Yeah. Um, what other what?
2: Is it howitzer related? Uh, <laughs> man, what? we're dragging this thing on. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, a, a non motorized ex military vehicle, death.
1: Bicycles? I'm going to give another clue. It does not have wheels. It doesn't have wheels. Are these water
0: vehicles? No, they're not water vehicles, they're land vehicles. No, they're, they're they're not land or are they air vehicles. Yes,
2: uh, glide, a glider wreck.
0: Yeah, and Andrew said gliders not and gliders. Garrett, Garrett said no. That's not it.
2: Mm-mm. Uh Hot are air balloon.
1: Oh, Correct. Yes, sir. Hot air balloons. So you have
0: to. If I had forty
2: nine guesses, I used forty eight. <laughs>
0: You have you have Man. to expound on, on this a little bit. Tell us about the 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 air, hot air balloons in military usage.
1: Well, they were the first bombers, uh aerial bomber uh, uh aircraft. Yep. Oh, so before biplanes? Before, yeah, before planes. They used balloons to They used uh, balloons to drop bombs? Correct.
0: I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible, but it's awesome at the same time. <laughs> it's,
2: it's terrible for one person a year. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible <laughs> I mean, for the guy underneath the bomb. And I know that was at the Blue and Wine Festival in California. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's where that person died. <laughs> Seen me do it.
1: I want to know. I want to know why there's three times more in Europe than right. in the U.S. And these are recent numbers. Yes. Uh, so the most recent study that put this all out was uh, uh, 2019.
2: Well, it just tells me that our uh, that our hot air is three times as efficient as European hot air.
1: (laughs) There it is.
0: We have plenty of it. We do have a lot of it. (laughs) We have plenty of it. No shortage of that in the states. Right. All right. So that was this week's numero de de los muertos. All right, so let's get into the lightning round. And, Robert, we've had you on a couple times, so we've got some fresh, brand-new lightning round questions for you. So let's say there's a scenario where the zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three cigar industry people that you want on your team to defend against the zombie apocalypse?
2: Well... Number one's going to be Skip Martin because I've seen the arsenal that he's put together (laughs) and he lives 15 minutes from me in Austin. So there's my bunker and they got bourbon and craft beer. Number one. Yes. Um, Number two, Eric Espinosa because brah. brah. I don't know (laughs) why you would choose anybody else, but a guy connected in Miami where we have access to exit to multiple countries and we got the cigars to trade off for that transportation. Uh, And number three... I'm going to probably say Rafael Nadal, because I know one thing about apocalypse Ooh. and wartime. The only way to make peace is through music, baby. And we need him on the piano. We need the maestro, baby. That's so right. I'm going to bring in brother Rafael Nadal as my number three. That's
0: I, right. That's a great team. Fantastic team. All right. So let's say you're at a cigar lounge or a bar and it's karaoke night and you are forced, you are forced to, to sing a song. Which song are you going to sing?
2: It's probably going to be Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, Ooh. what a
1: great song. Chris Stapleton. I was just going to say Chris Stapleton or... Or,
0: what was it, George Jones that sang the original back in the 60s? Hey,
2: I'm living today. I'm not looking in the rear view, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we need that smooth, bluesy voice of Brother Stapleton. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely, Amen to that. I love it. All right, so...
0: You could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What would it be?
2: Is my wife watching this?
0: <laughs> we can't see we, we can't we can't can't say for I'm gonna sure. stick
2: with a serious answer and I'll just take grace because right now all the mistakes I'm making, I need all the grace in the world I can get. So I'll take it all.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, I'll take that. Um, so let's get into this week's Notable smokables, and as always, notable smokable is brought to us by our friends at Ace Prime Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So each week, we each go around the horn and name a cigar that was notable to us that we've smoked recently. It could be a cigar from our own brand. It could be a cigar that we smoked recently that was that's been on the market for many decades that we just revisited for the first time in a while, or it could be something that we smoked for the first time ever. So, Robert, is there something you smoked recently, whether it was from your own portfolio or somebody else's, that you smoked recently that just kind of caught your attention?
2: Yes. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) That's it. Um, For for us, it was after many years pulling something out of the aging room that uh, um, probably should have came to market a long time ago, um, but because of the Rose of Sharon, it did not but we released under the connoisseur club with smoke in in December. They called it their number two, but it's a Connecticut USA blend that will see the light of day that absolutely turned out phenomenal. And if I had to say anything, it's a Rosa Sharon killer. And I, and I hope that for our sake, that's true, but not true. And that's ours. And it's Connecticut USA and it's absolutely mind bogglingly good. Um, but I'm going to answer this in two parts because there's, there's something else as well. Um, But I reached into my little bag of tricks, right? And, uh, you know, we trade a lot of cigars in the industry back and forth, and we get to smoke each other's cigars. Um, But uh, uh, I went back and I had the original um, A.J. Fernandez San Latano Habano Requiem Lancero, the original from a decade ago. Wow. Absolutely a mind-boggling cigar, and maybe to this day my favorite cigar he's ever produced at his factory. And I would say that original blend, which brought me to him, and our success obviously has come from that relationship. Um, the San Latano Habano Requiem from a decade ago.
0: That is a great, great selection right there. Love it. Where do you, where do you go? Well, I'm going to ask you now. What was your notable this week? Um,
1: I smoked a Byron. Oh, a Byron. Do you remember which one it was? It was the big one. It <laughs> it's like, was it was it's the, the big red one. car. It was I the, have a red <laughs> car. It's a
2: red one. Hey, when you smoke um, $30 cigars, you should not forget the size yeah, of the, you name. On, the Exactly. Thank, thank I, you. You should get it thank tattooed you. on your shoulder.
1: <laughs> I wish I would have taken a picture of it. It was uh it was the blue band.
0: Oh, the the blue band is the um the blue band is the Cientos Años. Yes. Yes, the Siento's from, from Cientos Byron. Años. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. So my notable this week was the uh, from Warped Cigars. And mm-hmm. it's uh it's a new release that just just hit the stores. It's called the Nicotania or Nicotania. Uh very nice, very cool looking band, very, very, very different from some of the design. I guess, aspects that Warped has put into some of their cigars. A uh, very nice cigar that I smoked just uh, two, two days ago. Very nice cigar that I picked up at Perfect Ash here in the Twin Cities area. Um, so real quick, just to let our viewers and listeners know, some cool stuff we have coming up in the next few weeks. So next week on Valentine's Day, believe it or not, we are planning to have a special Valentine's Day pairing show. So what do you give people on Valentine's Day? You give them chocolates. Maybe you break open a bottle of champagne. So we're going to pair some cigars with some chocolates, some champagne, some stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. Diamonds. Diamonds, maybe. Pair some maybe diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, like and- it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fugazi. It's a Fugazi. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, coming up on uh, the week after that, on the 21st of February, we have Gerard from Jake Wyatt Cigars. Finally, after all this time, we're finally having them on the show. So that's going to be on the 21st. So, Robert, give our viewers and listeners uh, a final idea. Where's the best place for them to keep up with everything going on with Southern Draw Cigars?
2: Well, again, you know, southerndrawcigars.com is a great source. We keep it active and updated. We do feed Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook into that website. It also takes you into the Ignite series, all of our charity releases and support for those particular charities, 300 Hands, obviously there, and then soon to come will be the SDC Swag Store on that. Instagram, Twitter, at SD Cigars, and, of course, Facebook at Southern Draw Cigars or Robert Holt. Little hyphen, I mean, a little parentheses there, Southern Draw Cigars. We try to stay active, stay positive, and we try to get back to everybody's comments, responses on a daily basis if we can. So, um, that's the best way. Let's, you know, you can reach out to us in any of those mediums.
1: Well, I don't know if you were following along in the comments at all, but uh, (laughs) we, uh, I want to say we were probably a little responsible for selling out a uh, Pennsylvania retailer for this uh, Piccadillo pack. So are oh, they sell out they sold out they
0: sold out at while we while, were watches. while we were live on the show a Pens- uh, one particular Chad, Pennsylvania
2: retailer sold oh, out. Miss Laura
1: Chad got five <laughs> and then shortly after someone was like they're sold out.
2: <laughs> well it, the good thing about if you're talking about Miss Laura in drums, is that who you're talking about?
1: I don't know BCP I don't know yeah best car prices. Best cigar oh, best cigar prices. Yeah, uh, yeah. So
2: Miss Laura has a long-standing relationship with us. So whatever she needs, I guarantee you, by the time she wakes up tomorrow, Miss Sharon will have it in the mail.
0: <laughs> so you, uh, you guys, if you buy from Best Cigar Prices, check back with them over the next few days. We may be able to, uh, they may be able to help you out with the uh, Peccadillo's project. So be on the lookout for those. And I just, I actually just lit up the same barber pole. From the pack that garrett did and i am also in the same camp with him i am loving this cigar a lot so well done and i can't wait to try the rest yep
2: and scan those codes get your feedback because you too garrett and matt could be the grand prize winner <laughs>
0: Woo-hoo! very nice so for all our viewers and listeners guys we are so grateful to you for being the best part of How About That Cigar Live. We thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and YouTube. And for those of you, of course, listening on the audio podcast, man, we are so grateful to you guys for listening to us when you drive down the road or work out whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thank you so much. As always, you can find us on the website, HowAboutThatCigar.com. If you have questions for us, you can email us directly on there and follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, as always... Until next time, burn cigars, not bridges. We'll see you guys. Thanks. Thanks, everybody.